Hey community, in today's episode, Matthew West joins the podcast to talk about his latest album, My Story, Your Glory, worship leading, songwriting, and a ton more. It was great getting to talk with him. We hope you enjoy it. And be sure to get all of the tracks for My Story, Your Glory by Matthew West on loopcommunity.com. What's up, everyone? Hope you guys are having an awesome week. Today, we're jumping on with uh, the Matthew West to chat about uh, some new music he has come out with and uh, just all things kind of worship leading and songwriting. So thank you guys for tuning in and let's uh, let's welcome in uh, Matthew West. What's going Mr. on? West. Thank you so much for being here today. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on today. It's great. Yeah, yeah, not a problem. This is this is just terrific. I think you've been a busy guy. You have had a lot of music come out, I think, last month. So we just wanted to jump on here and get whatever time we could with you just to hear about life recently, kind of what you've been up to and yeah. uh yeah, what uh what life yeah, what life is looking for you. So yeah, just kind of share with us what, what you've been up to. Yeah, it's been uh, an exciting season. In fact, as I re- I just realized over my shoulder, there's still some balloons um, in my studio that my team brought me celebrating. They're, the numbers, you can't see them, but the numbers are 22. And uh, the reason is because I just released an album, a double album that had 22 songs on it. So, um, so wow. we're still yep. kind of, uh, the confetti has fallen in terms of our team celebrating <laughs> everybody's hard work. But, uh, you know, so it's been an exciting season, just releasing a new album and then hitting the road Been a very busy season. But, um, you know, trying to learn how to soak up just the just to kind of have gratitude when you release a project and not be so worried about how it's received, you know, like to Mm. to not skip past the different important stages of like celebration, which I'm not very good at. So. Um, so yeah. maybe that's why the balloons up. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, that is, that is well-deserved. A 22 track record is, is nothing. Yeah. It is. That's no small feat. I'll just say, I'll just say that. So you deserve to just kind of sit in that for a second and just, uh, yeah, be celebrated. That's, that's awesome. Um, sure. yeah. What, what can you tell us about, about that record? Let's kind of jump into it. Released last month. Um, yeah, just kind of share the process of that. How long has it been in the works? And yeah, just give us the story there. Yeah, the album's called My Story, Your Glory. And it's um, I created it as a double album and it's really split in half. My Story is album number one and then Your Glory is album number two. For anybody who's kind of listened to my music for any amount of time, you might know that I, um, you know, I'm a storyteller at heart. I think most songwriters yeah. are. Um, it's just we tell different types of stories. And for me, a big part of my creative process has been inviting people to share their story and recognize the power in the story that God's writing through their life. And so I actually, you know, over the last several years, have written a lot of songs inspired by the stories of people's lives that are shared with me. And uh, so album one is my story. It's me sharing the stories of my life over the last three years, as well as like the stories of some other people's lives, really powerful testimonies. And it's more, I guess, more of a singer songwriter pop record, which is kind of more what the lane that I've been in uh, most often as a songwriter. And then the second album, your glory is um, a worshipful expression. It's kind of my first worship album, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I did that as like a, each song is a worshipful response to 
how God is at work in the stories of our lives. And so my story, your glory, and uh, a lot of people have asked, how come so many songs? And, you know, I've always been a prolific songwriter and have more songs than I'm ever able to record. But the real answer to that is uh, we had so many concerts canceled in 20 and 21 that I had plenty of time on my hands. And so I started dreaming dreams, you know, from a creative standpoint with with all those shows canceled. So there you have it. That's right. Dang. Well, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, So you've been, yeah, you've been doing this for, for quite some, some time. Maybe let's hear a little bit about, yeah, your journey, you know, what was it for you as far as your introduction to songwriting? Like, let's get back to the early stages. Like, uh, uh, what what kind of called you into into this thing as a songwriter uh, and as an artist? And then it's kind of a two parter. I mean, what in what ways has that changed over the course of your career? What do you see now that's different from maybe where you started as a songwriter? Well, I've always loved music. I grew up my. Uh... My dad has been in my mom and dad have been in ministry since before I was born. Um, <clears throat> my parents were youth pastors before I was born and then pastors of a church for 38 years in the Chicago suburbs. And so I grew up in and around church my whole life. Um, music was always a big part. And I was always drawn to music, um, you know, ever since I can remember, I was the I was the kid who would, you know, geek out over reading the liner notes. I was curious, like who wrote which song and which label they were on and all of those kinds of things. But my, really my passion wasn't music early on. It was sports. And and that was just growing up in the Midwest. You can see it on my hat. Um, That's right. I'm a big Cubs fan and just, I wanted to be a baseball player. So, so yeah. So my passion was, was kind of overshooting music and focused more on, on uh, sports until that dream of playing sports in college or pro kind of that door shut. And uh, I began (laughs) to look around and go, Oh, well, wait a minute. Maybe I think a lot of times our, our ambitions get misguided, you know, and um, I'm thankful for a mom and dad that always kind of helped redirect me. Hey, it's great for you to have dreams and goals, but God's, dreams for you are bigger and better than whatever you can dream up on your own. And that's where I began to really circle back yeah. towards this love of music and songwriting. And um, I, some of my first songs were written um, as a, I didn't really start until like late in high school, my senior year of high school, um, like writing songs, but I would take my dad's sermon notes uh, for the upcoming Sunday and sit in the sanctuary and try to write a song inspired by what he was preaching about. And those were some of the first kind of songs that I wrote were sort of giving myself an assignment, almost like reading a movie script, which now all these years later, I actually get the chance to do that from time to time. Like they'll hand me the script to the movie, you know, like a movie that just came out, Jesus Revolution. They're like, hey, Mm. we want a song for the end credits. You know, can you read the script and or and come in and watch the early screening of the film while it's still being finished? And then you know, I get my assignment and I go write a song inspired by the movie. So So it's kind of fun to go from like my dad's church in suburban Chicago, Illinois, writing songs inspired by his sermon notes to being in Nashville and, you know, taking on a new assignment. And in a lot of ways, when I write a song inspired by somebody's story, it's, it's a lot like how I started back in the my church. I was just, it's just a different assignment in front of me. And my job is to 
tell that story, hopefully in a powerful way that, you know, connects with the stories of other people's lives as well. Yeah, man, that's, yeah, that's, that's awesome. We have a lot of people, um, you know, tune in that maybe are just starting songwriting. Maybe they don't have like a huge background or they didn't necessarily, I feel like you hear a lot of times from people, from songwriters, oh, I've been, you know, writing songs since I was a little kid. Well, it's like for anyone who maybe hasn't had that experience or as a worship leader kind of wants to start writing their own songs, it can be kind of a, a scary thing as you can yeah. probably imagine, you know, what, what tips would you give to someone who maybe is wanting to kind of step into that world, but maybe hasn't, you know, had that experience, um, you know, with songwriting. Yeah. I think a lot of times you can, you can get overwhelmed when you start thinking about the whole process as opposed to just the next step and the next right step to take when you, you know, any, any obstacle or any, uh, you know, objective or something you want to achieve. Like, it's like, I was listening to this guy who runs like hundred mile races and he was like, mm. he's like, I run hundred mile races. He's like, but I've never run more than seven minutes at a time. And he goes, and so he's like, yeah. people don't realize that he's like, no, I just, I kind of tell myself, can you do seven minutes? He's like, cause I can run seven minutes all day. He's like, then I yeah, run another, right. and then I run another seven. And so I think sometimes songwriting can be like that is, mm. you know, you're trying to think of oh, heaven to have some sort of thing that sounds like something you'd hear on the radio. And it's like, well, let's, let's, you know, baby steps, let's start, let's start uh, with smaller objectives. And so a lot of times though, it's like, what do you write about? And uh, you know, I guess now that I have this picture in my head of sitting in my dad's sanctuary and in the church, you know, and, looking at my dad's sermon notes and sitting at the piano and really challenging myself to extract a musical message out of what was going to be that Sunday's message. You know, I feel like yeah. when you involve, you know, when you, when you kind of have your antennas up and that's the job of a songwriter is to kind of be a, a very observant person who walks through life, like yeah. with your antennas up, you're paying attention. Uh, there's no shortage of things to write about when you're, when your eyes are open and your heart's open. And yeah. Right. Um, wow. But a lot of times people ask me like, well, how do I start writing songs? And I'm like, a lot of times it's, it's by starting, you start by not writing a song. You start by mm. journaling. You start by, you know, my songs don't become finished pieces. That's not the, the first stage. The first stage is, you know, am I paying attention throughout my life? Am I becoming a character in other people's stories? Am I opening myself up to experiences and then am I like keeping track of those ideas as they come? Mm. And uh, so a lot of times I encourage people just to start by not writing a song, start by journaling and yeah. you'll find your songs in, in that process as well. Yeah. That's, that's, that's super helpful. Um, yeah. As a new songwriter, you're like concerned about making a catchy melody or a clever, clever lyric when I, you know, when you take all these songs and look at them just written out, you probably wouldn't think anything of it, but then it turns into something incredible really um, yeah that's that's great we like to kind of ask also you know everyone we kind of have on these things if you could go back in time you're talking to yourself as a young worship leader new new artist what what bit of advice would you give yourself for the road ahead knowing everything that you know now man um <laughs> it's so funny because you know I always think when I hear a question like that, I always think if I could go back and tell myself something, that's one thing. But the question is, would the younger me, 
you know, pay attention. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Because oh yeah. Yeah. Sometimes there's a beauty to your blindness when you're youth, when you're, when you're mm. young and, and driven and you know what I mean? And so it's kind of like, yeah, for sure. there were certain times in my development as an artist or writer where nobody could tell me anything, but <laughs> just yeah. because, or, or rather I, you know, I always had, I took rejection really well in the form that of when people turned me down for a record deal or whatever, that just motivated yeah. me. It didn't discourage me. It motivated me. But I guess if I could tell it <clears throat> a younger me something, it would be don't um, don't use a pen to draw borders around what you think God's calling on your life is. Mm -hmm. uh, use a pencil at best and have your eraser yeah. ready. You know, keep your eraser ready because you know, the Bible talks about God doing exceedingly and abundantly more. And I think a lot of times we tend to limit what we think we're capable of or what we think yeah. God, how we think God is going to use us because we can only see so far. And uh, yeah. so I think that's been one of the most exciting discoveries in, in my life is, you know, if I would have had a description, well, here's how God's going to use me. And I'm looking back now and I go, man, it's been, it's been bigger and better and different yeah. and, um, than I ever would have imagined. And so just keeping my eyes open and not being so fixated on my plan for my life, but really leaning in to make sure that I'm following God's plan for my life. And sometimes you can't see that in the moment, you know? So, um, yeah, I think for yeah. me, a good example was I wanted to be, I wanted to get a record deal and for close to four years in my time in Nashville, I got rejected and no record deal. Mm -hmm. But what I did get was a songwriting opportunity, which launched wow. a whole career of me writing songs behind the scenes, not yeah. just focusing on making my records. And so now here mm -hmm. I am, I've been in Nashville for 20 years, but guess what? Like I released an album, but I had this whole other, like, just because I release an album doesn't mean that I'm stopping my songwriting. I'm actually going and yeah. I'm working, I'm working with this artist and this artist and this artist, and I get to do all these other things. And at the time I was so focused on, I'm going to make records. I'm going to get a record deal. And mm. God had this plan that was way broader than that, where he was wow. going to use me as a songwriter far beyond the confines of my own albums. And all these years yeah. later, I see that now. And it's been a real blessing to see that God's plans are bigger and better and I want to be where he wants me to be more than anything. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, you, you said yourself, you know, as someone who's kind of looking towards a career in, in sports or athletics, you know, things got shaken up pretty, pretty drastically, but all you can really do is just steward the gifts that God's given you. And I think mm -hmm. you're a great kind of, you know, testament to his sovereignty, you know, and, and the way he sees through his situation takes care of, you know, those people. So that's, that's really encouraging, you know, cause we don't know, um, kind of what the next season uh, has in store. So that's a, that's awesome to hear. Um, yeah, man. Well, to circle back to the album, album's out. You are soaking it up. What does your week look like? Day in, day out, what, what are you doing right now? Are you taking it easy? Are you going to be hitting the road anytime soon? What's, what's the future looking like for Matthew West right now? 
Well, I'm on a tour right now. Um, the My Story, Your okay. Glory tour is out this spring. Cool. And uh, so today you're catching me on a day off in Nashville. And awesome. uh, so I, I, um, I'm a very high capacity person, um, but I also have learned like I'm big on like efficiency too, you know? So like there's a lot of things that I'm counted on to accomplish in a week. And I can't do that by not being structured. So mm -hmm. I know it sounds, sometimes it can sound weird when you're talking about creative things that you would think of creative things needing space or lack of structure. But I find that to be the opposite or the enemy of creative progress is like, I, I need to, you know, if, if I don't schedule something, it won't get done. And so I schedule yeah. and then fiercely protect my creative time. So right mm -hmm. now, to give you an example. What I, I love about my life is that there's, there's multiple rhythms that are taking place in multiple stages of what I get to do. When I look at the end of a week, it's always, it's always unique and fun and, and exciting. Uh, but yeah. for right now, I'll, I'll, I'll start my week on, I'll say Wednesday night, I get on a bus and then I'm in a different city on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday on tour. And I, so I wake up on the bus. I, um, I have interviews on Fridays, mostly from the road. Thursdays, I have uh, some staff meetings where I'm on the phone. I might schedule a Zoom songwriting session from the tour bus in one of those afternoons. And then Saturday, Sunday, we have shows. So before shows, I'll get back home Monday morning. Monday is my uh, day of rest. So I, I exercise. I catch up with my family, take my dogs yeah. for a walk. Um, I'm resting. I'm recovering. Tuesday, I have a songwriting appointment with an artist um, who's making their record and has invited me to be part of their process. And then Wednesday is my meeting day. I put all of my non-creative stuff in one day um, yeah, so that go. I can back to my songwriting time other than that. So if people need to have a meeting with me, they know Wednesdays are the days that, that uh, they can catch me. Can and then, then from there, it's like I record a podcast, which I squeeze in at different times. And, um, you know, I write a weekly devotional, which I squeeze in as an extension yeah. of my own personal quiet time. So uh, there's a lot of different things going on, but I'm usually having at least two, uh, two songs written in a week is, is kind of my, my yeah. target for 2023. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. It's huge. That's a big target, but kind of a question that I thought of as you're talking about all that is, you know, you have these times set aside, like you said, you're very structured, very organized, and that's important to you even in a creative sense. But there's got to be undoubtedly times where even despite all that structure, you sit down to write a song and you're just, you're out of gas. You're like, I just don't have anything to give to this right now. I mean, there's a lot of people probably in that boat that want to song write or maybe just low on creative juices. You know, what do you, what's your kind of method for overcoming that? Do you push through kind of what are your go-to things that you would use to get over a hurdle like that? Well, two things. One, um, years ago, I wrote an article for um, CCM magazine and it was called The Writer's Block. And I was, I kind of stumbled on this theme because I felt like I began to realize 
just how many similarities there are, some parallels between my journey as a songwriter and my spiritual journey. And, uh, you know, for example, like the discipline of, of quiet time or Bible study, like there's, there's just days where I do not feel like reading my Bible, but if I do it anyway, God always shows up. He always honors that effort when, when I choose faith over, uh, over an emotion or feeling. Mm -hmm. And the same goes with my songwriting. Like when I, when I dig in, even on the days I don't feel like it or feel like my tank is empty, um, there's something that I, I can, I can tell you so many times where I've been surprised by what has happened when I chose to write, even though I felt like I didn't have it, you know? So, Mm. um, so digging in anyways, even when you don't feel like it and being diligent Mm. about scheduling that time, um, is, is important. And then beyond that, I think I was listening to something the other day and this pastor was talking about just the importance of protecting the secret place. And Mm. it really like spoke to me because, you know, I think a lot of times, like when I feel drained creatively, it's also because I've allowed myself to be depleted and drained spiritually. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so, you know, I, I think part of the the downside of the way that I'm wired is that I'm always running hard. And yeah. so you know, Psalm 4610 is like a real like pull me back kind of mm-hmm. reminder of what does it look like to protect just as fiercely, if not more, my time alone with the Lord. And and I think sometimes I get convicted too, because I don't want to be, I want to spend time with Jesus because I know I need to spend time with Jesus. And that's yeah. where I'm, that's where I'm refreshed and revived and renewed. And yeah. that's what matters most. Sometimes as a yeah. creator, you have to do a heart check too, to go, am I reading my Bible today? Just cause I'm mm. like, sometimes I can't turn my songwriter brain off and I'll be reading a yeah. scripture. And I'll be like, ooh, I just had a song idea. And I'm like, Mm. Lord, forgive me. I don't want that to be my motivation. And sometimes these will come even when it's not my motivation. But I still want to have that, like, search me and know me, Lord. Like, I want to spend time with you because I want to spend time with you, not because I want to get a song idea. And uh, so I think that's that's part of it, too, is just protecting fiercely uh, and not getting too busy talking about Jesus that I don't have to time to, uh, to talk to him. Yeah. 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 I mean, we, I feel like we've heard the story so many times it's in like, it's not rare that those times where you do run into the writer's block is like where you get the most, you know, powerful, you know, melodies and lyrics anyways. It's like, well, it's not on my power that I'm doing this. So you're relying (laughs) only on God literally for, uh, for that to come through. So, um yeah that's that's incredible man i uh, appreciate you jumping on here with us and, and kind of sharing that's all i had really today but uh Thanks congrats on the yeah yeah man congrats on the on the album and you have two are there tour dates available if we were to look those up online yes um, at, uh, at can, com. uh we'll be on tour uh i think we've got like 20 something more shows and um, okay. so lots of exciting things going on, but, but I'm really excited because I'm, it's for the first time I'm sharing some of these worship songs that I've written for the record and I'm getting to lead them on the tour. And it's just, it's really like kind of bringing me back to when I was leading worship in my dad's church growing up and like awesome. what that experience was like. So I'm excited, uh, to, to hear from people and worship leaders, how, 
how songs might be fitting into uh, their worship experience at church. And uh, thanks for letting me uh, hang today. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. You're welcome. Anytime, let us know. We're happy to follow up and, and have another chat. So uh, yeah, it's great seeing you and we'll we'll talk to you again soon. All right. All right, Matt. Thanks, man. All right. Take care. Bye. Thanks for jumping on y'all. Um, that was Matthew West talking about his new album and, and things he's got going on. So we're really glad to hear from him. Wishing him the best on his tour that he's out on right now. You can get all of you know Matthew West's tracks over at loopcommunity.com if you want to be leading those in your uh, church services. So head over there for more resources and information. Other than that, we'll see you guys next time. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Matt. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, let us know what you thought. Write down in the comments wherever you're listening, watching from what you thought. Make sure you send us a message. Subscribe to our channel, YouTube, Facebook, and stay tuned for more from Lip Community.